Hi everyone. Um, happy New Year, Happy 2022. Uh, I find that um, bad battling complex trauma, you definitely um, fall off the wagon, and you end up getting distracted, sidetracked, battle depression. Um, but I realize that the Lord is putting on my heart to just do it. Um, you know, I got my kids. Sometimes it's hard with uh, the children and trying to. Um, I guess make that perfect podcast, or just so it's 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 doesn't have any background noise. But you know what I realize is that life has background noise. Anybody who's living um, in the, on this earth, definitely there's background noise, and there's distractions, and there's sh- uh, shortage of time. And uh, but I I thought you know what I want to choose to obey the Lord. So um, I'm going to continue where I last left off, where I felt the Lord told me to share. Um, it it is a uh, revelation on offense. So what is offense? Uh, what is the definition of offense? Annoyance or resentment brought about by a perceived insult to. Or disregard for oneself or one's standards or principles. How easily do we get offended? How many of us are walking around with unresolved hurts from a perceived offense? How many of us are walking around unaware that someone is offended by us through an innocent text that we sent out? Offense causes division. It injures the trust in that particular relationship. And what happens to that seed of offense if it does not get resolved? A possible growth of resentment, unforgiveness, bitterness, retaliation, anger, rage, and or a feeling of rejection which may result in a failed friendship or broken relationship. So how does complex trauma play into this? People with trauma end up carrying a potential of having many, many triggers. It could be a specific word, a smell, a color, a location, a lead up to a familiar experience that would spark that person to go into a state of anxiety, panic, fear. They go into fight, flight, or freeze. Those who fight, (laughs) those who fight may get angry, lash out in abusive language and behavior, or physically fight and get violent. Those who flight may physically leave the room, talk about breaking up or try to break off the relationship or even move to a different city or job and avoid that person completely. And those who freeze may space out in their mind and enter a fantasy world where they feel safe or completely black out and actually don't even remember what happens next as they enter a catatonic state and would cause the other person to think they are not paying attention and feel even more offense into the relationship. Whatever the reason, offense does not pour nutritional value into a relationship. What does the Bible say about offense? Nothing. (laughs) A person's wisdom yields patience. It is to one's glory to overlook an offense. Proverbs 19.11 How do you overlook an offense? That is hard to do. When, you're, when your need to defend yourself is bubbling at the tip of your tongue, your heart is hurt by the words you are hearing from someone you see as your friend or someone you care about. 
Your automatic self-protection mode kicks in and you are ready to end the relationship. What does the word say? Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. From John 15, 13. It is very important to clearly define what is considered friendship and what is considered an abusive relationship. The definition of friend is one who is attached to another by affection, one who entertains for another sentiments of esteem, respect, and affection, which lead him to desire his company and to seek to promote his happiness and prosperity, opposed to foe or enemy. So if you're not feeling that, then you're in an abusive relationship so do i don't um uh, support or uh, agree with staying in an abusive relationship i think um your safety is of utmost importance so your physical safety your emotional safety your spiritual safety so um and this is where i'm going to speak a little bit more about drawing healthy boundaries um What if we are called to lay down our offenses, to lay down our anger, to lay down our need to defend our personal truths? Can you lay all those strong emotions down all the while drawing a healthy boundary? Yes, you can. To love does not mean to enable abuse. To pray for someone is to love them. To endure abuse is not loving the other person or loving yourself. And you are a temple for the Holy Spirit. You are valuable and a beloved child of God. All this is possible with the Lord's strength, His wisdom, His guidance. I don't believe it is healthy to enable abuse and to enable evil. I personally believe God wants us to overlook an offense and look into the truth. The truth will set us free. I remember someone saying unforgiveness is like drinking poison hoping the other person would die. To forgive someone does not mean you have to trust them or have to become best friends with them after you have forgiven them. Forgiving the person who hurt you simply means you stop drinking the poison. The truth will set you free. Free from hurt, free from fear, free from resentment, free from unforgiveness, free from bitterness, free from passivity, free from hiding, free from loneliness and isolation. People who battle complex trauma have to be careful when communicating through text messages. The chances of the words getting misinterpreted and misunderstood are extremely high. I found voice messages are more effective because your tone of voice can be heard, which dramatically helps in building trust in the relationship. People who have to deal with complex trauma have so many triggers, sensitivities, and trust issues that I find the most important relationship to focus on first and foremost is our relationship with Jesus. Return to your first love. Jesus. Once we encounter and receive that passionate, unconditional love unlike anything we have ever experienced before, we become a different person. We become the person that God intended us to be. He intends for us to be loved. He calls us his beloved. So Father God, I pray that every person who is listening will encounter Jesus, their one true love, their first love.
I pray that you guide each of us and show us how to receive this love that surpasses our, our comprehension. And I pray that you prepare our mind, body, soul, and spirit for the transformation that will take place in Jesus' mighty name. Be blessed, friends. I pray that to the year 2022 will be the year that we each be wholeheartedly reconciled to our Father in heaven. In Jesus' name, amen.